travel and um, or when I see people uh, like like go to Instagram pages and like it's usually like some like Instagram girl or some shit and you'll see like her <laughs> last three pics are like uh, most recent one yeah like somewhere in Greece Turks <laughs> and Caicos then fucking like Amsterdam and like they look like they're having a, a really great time like to, for me the act of traveling. The, the traveling itself is probably what's going to prevent me from like seeing the world. Mm. Like it doesn't even like, and I've come to, cause I, I'm, I'm a snob. Mm. <laughs> so like I have, I'm like one of those people that like, it's like, yeah, like if I can't, if I can't travel at the level of a multimillionaire yeah. so that I'm able to uh, control make a great point. everything. Yeah then like I would much rather, like, and this is why I live in LA, because LA is a place that's nice enough to, for people who don't live here to come here for vacation. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, like, you know what? If I live in LA, I'm pretty fine without, like, I don't need like, like the way that like East Coasters need like a trip to like Hawaii, like that beach or some shit. You don't really need you don't that need once you're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so I don't, I don't know, but for me, man, traveling is just like, like, it's just so fucking... Like, if I... Because I, I want to see the world, but yeah. if somehow I could be, like, drugged, and then, like, I wake up in Rome, mm, yeah, that yeah. would be fucking awesome. If I could just, what like... Was that, what was that Drake line? Uh, 14 hours... Well, 14 oh, yeah. hours till I land... Uh, well, I forgot the line, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did... Yeah, line. I did half as Half as in, 14, yeah, 14 hours till yeah. yeah, man, like, I... The, but, like, the, like... And there's a specific face yeah. that people have... When they're in line at the airport, it's like this, like, like, we're all depressed and fucking tired. There's like TSA people that are like weirdly energetic. They look like they hate their job. (laughs) They they look like they hate their job, but they love messing with people for sure, which is ridiculous. Yeah, man. And it is just, I don't know, this, that whole vibe, that whole like when you're getting out of the like, if you're Ubering down to the, especially I mean, LAX is a fucking nightmare. Oh, but I, but I, I, I hated traveling way before coming uh-huh. to LA, and and but yeah, man, like if I if I could somehow literally like, not even just like, it's like not even enough to just like have everything taken care of. If I could somehow forget the whole like even getting to the place, yeah, like just somehow be like, like 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 roofied. And I literally, my last thought is like me sitting here with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like and my next thought, like I'm like in Rome. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I'd want. But like. Nah, I feel you. Oh, man. I feel, especially because um, the last trip I went to, the last trip outside the country I went to was Brazil. And bro, it was like, I want to say it was a 19 hour flight. It was hell. It was the layover. Like it was just hell. I, Go in there is like you can kind of tolerate it. It was bad, but you can tolerate it. Coming back, yo, then you have to deal with TSA in terms of just like America and how they just kind of like racial profile you. Like, yeah. bro, I was so I was so annoyed by the time I stepped foot in my place. Man, like it's yeah. a lot. Yeah, and Brazil, there like racism towards black people is uh, it's it's different everywhere. Yeah. Because there's like like when I went to Germany, I got I got most uh, there's certain countries that are very um, nationalistic in the sense that like yeah there might be like racism towards you like there might be those vibes 
But then, like, there's, like, something about, like, German people and French people that, like, if you're not German, they don't fuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, like, it does, like, you could be white, but, I like, from Sweden. I hear stories about the French, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah and fr France, too. Like, like, yeah. Because, like, like, they'll treat white people that aren't them. It's crazy. Like, like, disrespectfully, too. So, it's like, you know what? I don't even know if this is, like, racism towards me because I'm black or because I'm not German. Like, when I'm in Germany. Like, yo... Europe and Asia is a whole different ball yeah, game, yo. It's kind of weird. It's a whole different ball game for black for black people. It's a different ball game, and I've, I, I mean, I've been to Europe, but I've never kind of like stepped outside the airport, right? Yeah. So I don't really know the experience, but I'm never too pressed to mm. go to Europe. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna hit a place where it's just like there are enough black people for yeah. me. Like so, even with going to for Brazil, sure. right? I even go to you know, like Rio or Sao Paulo, even though there are black people there, mm -hmm. I went to like the nucleus of where black people is in Salvador. So it's just like that type of stuff. Okay. That's cool. That's really cool. I, I still need to, uh, I, yeah, I still haven't really touched South America at all. There's some good spots for sure. What, what was like the order of, cause I, I wonder, I've always wondered if like the order of places you go, like, like I, I feel like I, it's popular to hear like traveling in uh, Western, like as you're like like going to different places in the world, make it like at super Western to yeah. then like like in like easier way up into like non-Western yeah, societies. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, the the first place I went to outside of America was Nigeria. So I was like, yeah. you just fucking Same. thrown right into <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Same. Like, like and like we went to like the village first uh, in Nigeria. So it was like total fucking opposite. But like, like, what was like the so so Nigeria is the first place, and then like, like yeah, I had, I mean, when before I kind of like had the official experience in terms of going to Nigeria, I had I think two times I've been to it as a kid, one from my parents' wedding, um, and probably one when I was uh, a baby. So obviously you don't really kind of count those. So the first time in terms of when I was like um, nine years old, that was really kind of like the first experience I kind of got. We didn't go to the village. Immediately, I think we stayed at a we stayed at a friend's place, and we had our own place, but it was kind of like getting set up and whatnot. But I think like after, I think the moment we moved into our place, that's where the culture shock wow. kind of came in. It was like, yeah, this is it's diff it's it's different. It's a little bit the same, but it's just like it's different. Yeah. And when you go to the village, like I had, I had a serious. I had a the first time we went to the village, I fell sick on the road there. So it's like I had diarrhea, mm. which was just like insane. And you know, as a kid, you're experiencing these type of situations for like the first time consciously. Yeah. You know, you probably have, probably some of them might have diarrhea when they're a kid, but uh, you know, maybe three, four years old, but they don't really kind of like, right. kind of like, they don't really kind of like take it all in. So that was the first time where it's like, okay, this is what's going on. I know what it is. So it's just like, it's a little bit traumatizing, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, mm -hmm. Because you start to couple it with the you being on the road to the place that you're going to, then you're at the place where you're just sick. It it, it kind of it sets things in motion where it's like I don't want to be here just because of that past yeah. experience, you know. So it's just like I think my first couple of months in Nigeria was just as much as I loved the, the experience. My first couple of months was just great, crazy shit just happened, yeah. you know. Yeah. Where it's just like it traumatized me. I guess in a sense, I don't like using the word trauma, but it traumatized me in a sense where it's just like, I just 
paired my bad experiences, whether it was health wise, to places I was at. Where yeah. it was like I never really cared to go to those spots. You yeah, know? yeah, dude, I, man, yeah. When I went to uh, Nigeria for the first time, um, well, the the biggest thing that I learned is I realized because I was like around ten or eleven, mm-hmm. I think ten, and yeah, I I definitely I was like, yeah, I'm a fucking brat. Like what the fuck? (laughs) I like went back. I had like my PSP and like thirty different games and shit. And like I I, like I just remember like complaining about like the dumbest shit. And like you know I met my cousins who had like much less than I do, and other kids that like have like they have not seen what I've seen. Um, And uh, yeah, I just remember like like towards the end because we were there for like three or four months, and and towards the end, um, just going like wow. Like, life could be a lot worse. Yeah, <laughs> that shit saved me in a way. Like, yeah, that. <laughs> nah, for real. Like, I'm I'm with you on that. I used to I used to give my cousins a hard time. I love my cousins now. It's just so crazy the the one I guess the 180 that you do in life, right? Yeah. Just because I love talking to my cousins now, but it's just like I remember as a kid where I was just the same way. I just felt like a brat, and I think I tell people this all the time in terms of just like worldly experience as humans to me the first thing i've experienced is classism over racism you know so it's just like when you look back at those times even though it's not too serious but it's like yeah i kind of was showing i had a classist attitude Uh then also it's like i spent i actually spent a good amount of time there where i actually went to school there so it's just like you show that type of energy, right? And we mm. didn't. We weren't living well. Yeah. So you go to a, a school where there are a bunch of other people who are living way ten times better than you. Yeah. And it's just like you start to see those type of life changing things, and you start the 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 brattiness that you showed against your own family members, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now you feel the embarrassment with you know people that don't even know you. Yeah. Yeah. That there. There's a. Um... I think our generation it can be unforgiving with our parents, and you know what? Maybe it's a little bit easier to see as a first generation kid. Yeah, because I think being a first generation kid, um, especially if your parents are not from a Western place, yeah, you realize like, okay, life is hard for like Americans that like have been here like their lineage they've been here for like 400 fucking years and like you think they'd have like a better understanding or handle on like this fucking life Mm -hmm. but like life is hard for everybody now like think about like what your parents went through to like adjust to a new culture this new set of rules they put you through school and shit and put like clothes on your back and then, like, entering, like, like you know, I'm 26 now, so I, I've lived just enough. I'm, like, at that age where now I've lived, like, a good chunk of, like, life as an adult. Yeah. Where I now understand, like, how fucking difficult life can be. Yeah, for sure. And then, like, I imagine, like, like my, the way my parents did, I was like, all right, imagine all the shit you're feeling going through right now. And then, like, throw four kids on top of that. Oh, my God. Like, what the fuck? Facts. My my parents. Um, I have uh, three other siblings, so it's four kids as well. Um, wow. Yeah, man. Like I was talking to a friend of mine. Like I appreciate my parents a lot more. And I think when I was like twenty three, I'm twenty nine. But when I was twenty three, um, 
I used before as a kid, I used to clash a lot with my dad. Mm. Um, but I think the moment I turned like twenty three and started to understand life to the full aspect, I started to understand the person he became as an adult. Mm -hmm. You know, not to not to kind of like say like everything is forgiven, but um, yeah, life ain't life ain't easy. Yeah, man. I mean, it's like um, life and there's not a lot. Easy. There's a lot of stuff that like you, like I've I've kind of in the last year um, have. There were certain uh, things about, especially when if you're like a, in some entrepreneurial pursuit or artistic pursuit, yeah, um, and you're surrounded by people uh, doing you know unconventional stuff, mm -hmm. uh, like like for me going to music school. In college, I think being around like 19, 20, I remember looking at like the older crop of kids that were closer to their 30s or maybe people in their mid-30s have now been out of school for a while that yeah. I knew that like weren't uh, going like as hard at their goals anymore or maybe mm -hmm. like completely gave up and like now they're doing some nine to five thing. I remember being like, like confused, like when I was younger, just being like, man, like how the fuck like... Like, how do people just, like, give up yeah. on their shit? And then, like, now, again, like, like those are thoughts you have in your 2021. 20, and all, I mean, for me, all, all it takes four or five years to then realize, like, oh, okay, I get it. It's because the older you get and the more you're doing this, you know, unconventional thing, yeah. it's really easy to start, like, in a way, losing your mind because you're seeing less and less people do that thing. Oh, uh, yeah. And, like, you're becoming Facts. this adult. So you start thinking of, like, you start seeing people, like, your age doing dumb shit like getting a house and, like, having, like, having a good health care plan. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> having like, a good health care plan, <laughs> having kids. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like, just, what? it's a whole lot of stuff yeah. that you, it starts, it plays with your mind a bit yes. where it's like, should I be doing this? Am I wrong for not like having kids at this yeah. certain age or having a house at this certain yep. age? You know, yep. having life insurance at this certain age. Yep. It it's insane. Um do you feel like that's a bad thing though? Um uh, I don't think it's a bad thing to be asking yourself those questions and having the conversation. I yeah. think it becomes a bad thing when you are validating other people's experiences over yours. Mm. Like if you are in your head, yeah. if you're saying that's conventional and that's the way life should be lived and like I'm doing something that's like not, you know, smart or right because like other people, most people you see are, are doing like... Like, I think, like, once you start looking at it as, like, oh, that's the better way, like, better or worse, instead of, like, I'm on my path yeah. and they're on theirs. I, yeah, I think if you, when you fall on that, into that trap of thinking there's a right or wrong way for you to be living. Yeah. Uh, because it, what, what it really all comes, comes down to every day when you wake up has been, like, what are you currently dealing with? What are you currently doing? What are you willing to do to continue being in the situation, change the situation or whatever. Sacrifices. And like, yeah, exactly. And Sacrifices. like, are you going to do those things? Yeah. There's really not a right or wrong. And I, and I think if you're, if you're as an artist heading into your late twenties, 
I think if you get stuck in that, like, I should be here by now mindset, you're fucked. Like, you're done. Mm-hmm. Because, like, because if you're putting, like, if you're putting arbitrary checkpoints and pressure and shit that doesn't need to be there, I think that's when, I think if those questions lead to you, like, psyching yourself out of, like, doing dreams that are actually really achievable if you, like, map them out mm-hmm. and, like, stuck to the grind... I think that's when those thoughts get unhealthy. Yeah, I, I think you, you speak to a very great point. I had a friend of mine, actually a fellow artist, um, they were talking about uh, how they're at a certain age. I think they were about, this was last year, so I think maybe 25, mm. if I'm not mistaken, and they just had that idea of I'm getting older. Mm. So it's like, it's the dream is not it's not attainable anymore a little bit in that sense and i i tried to explain like yo there are so there are so many examples of artists musicians who popped off who blew up at later ages in their life yeah like can and not i mean quincy jones was quincy jones right, right? Yeah. but can you imagine if quincy jones just like literally stopped doing Stop doing. Just said, okay, I'm just gonna stop doing music before before he did Thriller. Yeah, that's like crazy. imagine. And was he was like old? He when was, was it? exactly <laughs> like? Yeah, we, we. It's like it. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's social media. Maybe I don't know. But it's just like I feel like we have this thing where it's almost as if you have to attain your dreams as a youth. Mm. You know, which is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, and I used to think that too as well. I used to think like, yo, I have to obtain all these things. I think when I was like 18, 19, I had this like mindset of thinking like, yo, by 25, I got to be, I got to be where such and such is at, Mm -hmm. you know, just because they done it that way. Then when you reach that age, you start to realize like, yo, no, I haven't reached what they have done because Mm -hmm. I'm not them. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you look back, you look at. You look at the the steps and the 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 story you've the the books the pages that you've created yeah. on the way, which yeah. is super important, which defines who you are. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's funny when you were saying. <laughs> I uh, uh, I think when I was like twenty one, the Drake line in uh, the motto with Lil Wayne. Yeah. Uh, 25 sitting on 25 mil was inspiring. And now that I'm 26 <laughs> and I'm probably closer to 25 million in debt than I am <laughs> like hey, at 25 in the debt. bank. Now that line is just like depressing. Cause you're right. Like there is this pressure to like, yeah. uh, especially, I mean, fuck. I mean, moving to your arena uh, in the hip hop world, like it, it's definitely more so today a young man's game. Um, in in a, even though of course like the the older rappers are the ones with like real money and yeah. obviously they've been doing it for for longer but still though like in terms of people you've seen that are like really hot it, it seems like it's the younger guys these days and um, yeah I mean uh, you've got there's two types of people I mean uh, Lil Wayne uh, Jay Z is 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 what fifty yeah. now and like like he he. He probably still hasn't surpassed the amount of tours that Wayne has had done by the time Wayne probably became like twenty one. For sure, because like he's been touring since like nine. Yeah, for sure. So like like 
nine-year-old to 21-year-old Lil Wayne probably has as much tour experience as like Jay-Z as a whole does. And when you think, but like when you look at both of them at the end of the day, like they both, Lil Wayne may have like started the race way fucking earlier, Early. but they're basic. I mean, well, in terms of like wealth, Jay-Z surpassed yeah, yeah. Wayne, but I would say that they're on the same level in terms of like hip hop respect and notoriety yeah, yeah, for sure. and shit. For but sure, like, it's it's all it's all a different it's 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 different stories it's different lanes it's different personalities but um to go back I mean I mean to actually to speak on hip hop specifically I think I now with that I've kind of somewhat I'm on the fence with that okay I actually kind of I'm okay with hip hop being a young man's sport yeah because me being at my age. I feel like, and I've been I've been feeling like this since I was for the past like maybe five years now. So I've always felt like with hip hop specifically, I can only say so much. I can only do so much. Mm. So I've always and I've I never started in music. Music wasn't my thing. Mm. Music was my sister's thing. I think we talked about this the last time. Yeah. Music, entertainment, all that was my sister's thing. I love soccer. That's it. Yeah. That's what I love. That's what I enjoy. That's my hobby. I literally was watching Arsenal play. Yeah, I saw, I saw I'm literally watching Arsenal play before I even got here. Yeah. Like just stuff like that. Like that's what that was my thing. So for me, music has always been uh almost like a teacher mm. in life. So it's like I respect it so much. Or I guess school, if we want to put it that way. So I've always tried my best to just enhance my craft. Mm. So I think about two, three years ago, I hit a ceiling where it's like, not to say I can't rap as good anymore, mm -hmm. but I feel like I said everything as clever as I could mm. that I could say. Interesting. To a point where it's like, okay, I'm sitting with myself like, how can you, how can you enhance your craft? Mm -hmm. And I think coming to LA specifically was one of the greatest things because it was it was around that time when I was in DC. That's when I made the move, and my first week here, seeing songwriters who are not popping at all, who have no no traction in music at all. I'm seeing so much great songwriting, and it's blowing me out the water. Where I'm like, bro, I'm thinking I'm this nice with rapping, yeah. and I'm seeing people who are just you know doing acoustics and shit like that, like. It made me just want to sharpen my skill in music as opposed to just hip hop. Yeah. And now it's like, as much as I love still rapping and I love hip hop, I'm shifting more away from that. Where mm. just like for me, it's more about songwriting mm. and more about the creation of music. Mm. Um, rapping only does so much for me. Yeah. So I'm on the fence with that when it comes to just like it being a young man's a young man's sport. Maybe I'm just getting older. Yeah. Where I feel like it just seems like it's a young man's sport. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just like, you know. Yeah, I mean, you, oh man, there's so much I want to like respond to you just said, but like I guess first like uh hip hop is is definitely um and I had to like ask, like the first time I thought this, I was like, all right, am I just, am I like, be, like being aged out and like shit's just like not cool to me anymore? <laughs> or is like shit actually just like not cool anymore? And it's probably a combination of both, but uh, I, I think it's mostly that like, like what I disagree, I, I, so I, I think hip hop needs 
a new direction overall. Mm -hmm. But where I disagree with people who I agree with when saying that is that that new direction has to go backwards, backwards to where yeah. it was not. That's where I disagree. Because it does not need to, like, you're trying, because I think that's a desperate attempt, attempt to uh, restore it to, like, some seat of, like, honor that, yeah. like, you remember hip-hop yeah. as. But it's like, no, it can, it can do great stuff in a new direction. Like, we're not, like, we're not incapable of making, like, a great era and creating something new. Like, we don't have to go back, you know, but I don't know. No, no, for sure. And we we have to ask ourselves, what is it? Yeah. What is the direction? Yeah. How do you push it forward? My opinion with hip-hop, I feel like there aren't enough hip-hop bands. We don't have enough of that. I don't feel like there's enough of that. I feel like, and this is this is just how I feel. When I listen to certain albums nowadays, right, from, let's just, let's say, quote-unquote, lyricists, right? I feel like there is no lyricist from this day and age now that can wow me. Yes. Because I've heard every single thing, whether it's from Nas to Jay-Z, from Lil Wayne to Drake to Kendrick yeah. to Lupe Fiasco. We can go down the list, Black Dot, Common, whoever. There's so much that's been said to me that it's not impressive. Yeah. That's why we're in a space now with hip hop in general, right? Where they're just, they just keep sampling old hot records mm -hmm. that have already been done before. You know? Yeah. So when we go back to that, right? Maybe the question is, maybe we need more hip-hop bands. I Maybe uh, we need more instrumentations. Maybe we need a, a rapper who's a sax player. Yeah. Maybe we need hey. more people like Anderson Pac. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I would not... Uh, actually, before I say that... When I was listening to the new, I think Benny uh, the Butcher, Benny the Butcher, yeah, yeah and his uh, collab album with uh, Conductor, yeah, um, I, yeah, I remember listening to what you just said. It, I couldn't put it into words at the time because this is this is not like a diss yeah. to that album because it's a good fucking album. Yeah, it's traditional like hip hop sounds. I feel like I'm wearing a fucking backpack walking <laughs> around like. Every blue collar neighborhood in New York City. Hat turned back. Yeah, exactly. With the Tim's you know, you know baggy I mean? jeans. There's a fucking fire hydrant broken and no one seems to care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that's what it fucking feels like. Um, uh, like, I feel like that black guy that, like, yeah, lives in the hood, but, like, yeah, I know how to, like, skateboard a little bit. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the feel that feels. And it's like, you know, listening to it, I was just like, yeah, you know, Pitchfork and like other publications are gonna like write some right. They're gonna rave like, about it. This is like real hip hop yeah, and rave like about you know because like they're like there's like a trumpet flutter in one of the songs. So fuck you know real hip hop and like 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 and and I and listening to it, I was just like I like this because I like I like that like older school hip hop feel. Yeah, but you're you're right that there's like all like we are on tundraed out. We are, wow. we're drug talked out. We are grinded out. All the, all the like topics and the ways to say it, we have like, we have reached, we have like reached a fucking limit. We've, <laughs> we've hit a ceiling. Yeah, we've hit a ceiling. I mean, Nas said it best. Uh, nothing's new under the sun, but at the same time, like, damn, yo. Even albums, if we're speaking solely about albums, right? 
it's like I don't even think people put effort into their albums no more. Yeah. I don't even think they put effort into concepts. Yeah. Like when people rave about albums, I'm like, okay, what's there's a story there, but where's the concept to it? You know, and mm. I feel like we we strayed away from that. And yeah, man, it's like for me, when I listen to certain things, I'm always like, yo, you're telling me you couldn't it just sounds as if certain artists like once they get popping or whatever, right? And they've kind of like achieved what they need they need to achieve. They either sound complacent or they never really had it. Yeah. Uh, become self-aware of, uh, and I think social media uh, uh, amplified this. Yeah. Because when Seinfeld was out, mm. they Seinfeld show, knew the this shit was amazing. Yeah. But he only knew it. Was, he he would only see people rave about it if they literally came up to him and said, "I fucking love this show." And I'm sure there was a lot of people, but not on that level of like, um, uh, like break, Breaking Bad is probably the last incredible series that started and and that started at least. Before social media became like a uh, yeah, I was about to say you ain't watched the bear yet. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. That like before, okay, before yeah, yeah. In, in the bear, the bear, the bear. I felt it a little bit in this past season. Yeah, but it was still so good. So basically, what I'm, I'm talking about, I know is what like you're saying. This yeah. self awareness, yeah, and where like a show becomes a bit too aware of its success, mm-hmm. and you can feel that the, there's something about the writing that. Feels like they've become self-aware of their clout, yeah. And it's kind of like it's either dropped off a bit, or they're like, or you can tell that like fans' opinions of where the show should uh, go yeah. has influenced yeah. a little bit. I think like there's an equip. You're right because in, in, in hip hop we call it hunger, but I think it's I think it's a uh, I think it's also being aware. I think it happens to, to to artists as well as where it's just like oh like now they see that they've they've got fan pages now and people love them and this and that and like now they're just not like it's not that they're it's not it's more than hunger they've just become too self aware of like the entity yeah. that they've become mm. and it's no longer like oh I'm so and so entering this space now you're in this headspace of like what do people expect from the entity that is me and like I, I can I can only imagine how difficult it is to somehow embrace this like rise in fame and shit that you're getting but also know the exact times to ignore that shit yeah no you're right you're right that's why for me it's just like I like even with my first my first project like there's so much I feel like I said, but even up to this day now, like I've experienced so much that it's like I have stuff in the stash, which like just stories. Just because I don't want to put out music that's just about music. You can put, you can create feel good stuff. That's one thing, but when it comes to albums specifically, it's like you want to make sure that there's stuff is happening in your life, like mm-hmm. a period. Like so, when they look at this, when they look at this body of work, they're like, oh. This is what he was going through at this time, you know. Now he's going through this. And I think people like Tyler the Creator, they're great examples of that. Um they I mean, he always has a he always has a concept to his stories, to his bodies of work and 
it's just like you look at it and even obviously his image in terms of branding, right? It just, it all, it's just, it mesh, it's a marriage that's done so well. And I think a lot of artists need to get back to that. Maybe, I mean, we blame the artists. It could be the label also as well, telling them, well, we need to do it this way, you know, because I remember seeing something on Twitter and someone said that people don't know how to make albums no more. And the whole reason of like 25 trackless albums is because they're just making a, they're making a playlist basically mm -hmm. just so they can get on a playlist. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. And yeah. I, that's exactly, that makes sense in a bit, in a bit where it's like no, there's no co cohesion within the project, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, um, well, can't ignore, you know, like. I think using Kendrick and Drake as uh, examples mm -hmm. of, of approaches. And in a weird way, I'm, uh, there's something about uh, both of them that uh, I kind of had like a little bit of an eye roll with both of their projects for different reasons. And that like I like them as a whole. Like, Thing with with Drake Kendrick Cole is that they're always going to release an album that's better than like ninety five percent of other yeah, for sure. albums. The question is, is it gonna is it gonna match their best? Yeah, whatever you think that is, and um, and this is I think it's this is part of the the stagnation that I feel in hip hop and that like, okay, you got Kendrick who at this point, uh, and it's unfortunate that they become the faces of stuff that they're not choosing to be the face of, but yeah. with Kendrick. It's like, okay, you're, we can basically expect you to uh, give a, some, you know, a conscious album uh, that, you know, maybe addresses societal stuff or like deeper interrelationship things. Yeah. And, and well, it's really the fan bases that ruin it because then that becomes, for a lot of people, that becomes their, their, first and only way of like critiquing music is like oh well does it contribute to like society yeah and it's just like okay that's like not the point of music yeah. I, and ironically the people who will like shit on other artists who aren't like addressing like important topics ironically most of these people don't like keep up with the fucking news yeah so it's like if you're waiting for like a rapper to give you the state of the fucking union yeah and you don't even keep up with the news like what's going on you're a clown for judging other I, artists. I, I like. hate I hate fake deep people, <laughs> fake woke people. Like I that because I'm a person who just kind of like I I stand by those things. Mm -hmm. So it's just like when I see people who are just internet activists, like that that shit makes me it makes me eye roll yeah. all the time. And when you apply celebrity to that, yeah, it's weird. where people they look to celebrities to talk about something, it's like bro, yeah. what? You do the work. If you're passionate about it, you be the one to do yeah. that. You be the face of that. Why are you all so focused on celebrities doing yeah. that? A I lot of these it. people are, even with musicians, like a lot of these, they're entertainers. Like they're here to entertain. They're not here to be, I mean, some are, some are here to be political. Some are here to make actual changes, positive changes, but they're entertainers. Like stop putting them on such a high pedestal. Yeah. Going back to the Kendrick thing, because when I, when I, when we last spoke, Kendrick's album hadn't dropped yet. Oh, right. It hadn't uh -huh. dropped. And when it dropped, I, when it dropped and I listened to it, I, I, I thought about our conversation and 
what I love about that album specifically is exactly what you just said. Mm -hmm. I feel like they expect Kendrick to be this this torch bearer mm -hmm. for some reason. And on that album at the end, it's like that's what he's as it gets towards to the end of the album, that's what he's saying. He's not he can't do this. Yeah. He's gonna make mistakes, he has his flaws, and y'all just gonna have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of artists are like that. Yeah. It's the sad I mean, I guess it's the sad reality of it, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with people doing that. Um, what I didn't like about Kendrick's album, and I love everything about Kendrick, but what I didn't like is that we go back to the whole uh, playlist, uh, amount of tracks thing. Like, mm -hmm. I don't like the idea where an album should sit past maybe roughly six. I'm a ten song guy, but maybe roughly fifteen songs. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. If you're not, if you're not going to do that. And I know it's kind of like almost like a money grab. So even with Drake itself, like I'm not, I'm not we had this conversation where I said <laughs> I'm not a fan of Drake, but I'm always rooting for him to prove people wrong, even myself, yeah, to prove yeah. myself wrong, where it's like he can make this classic album. Yeah. He can he can make a 13, 10 track body of work where it's just like people the consensus where people just love it. Yeah. We honestly never mind. As much as I didn't really vibe with it, I actually had to applaud him for that mm. because it was short, it was concise, but at the same time, he was also being experimental with yeah. it. And the funny, the, the fucked up shit about it is that everybody hated that <laughs> album, but Beyonce, and I love Beyonce, did the same thing in terms of genre, right? And she just got praised for yeah. it, which is ridiculous. I'm like, um, okay, I yeah. guess. I know it's Beyonce and everything, but damn, yeah. bro. Yeah, some artists they can't win, some artists they can't lose, and yeah. I feel like they're in that space. Yeah, it's uh, Drake uh, lately. I mean, like with for all the dogs and and the scary hours uh, thing on there. I think with what I because I've just been a Drake fan for so long mm -hmm. uh, now. Um, this is why we get along, Kendrick fan, Drake fan. Yeah. We know how to disagree and <laughs> agree. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, I, dude, at the end of the day, it's about the music. Yeah, and, facts. Uh, I the, my favorite thing about this new age, I would say like 2016 to 2020, it was the, the first new Drake. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like 2020 to now uh, is is a uh, uh, 2021 to now is like the second era of new Drake. Mm. And I think what I, the thing I love about it the I most like that. now I really is, like that. is that like he's he seems to just be having fun. It's, and I think honestly Nevermind was like the the like, yeah, like fuck it. Like <laughs> let's just drop this. And like I, I I was inspired to do this. I did it. Let's release it. You know, whatever. And with for all the dogs, um uh, like still, you know, playing around with like newer sounds, giving us like you know the the three or four really dope R and B songs, and then tacking on scary hours and shit. I think my only eye roll uh, for the album is something was like peer pressure to prove that he can still rap. Ah, for the, you know, the yeah, scary for hours, the scary thing. hours thing. Yeah. And it's funny because like I I love when he drops new music, and I was happy to hear it. But it's so I don't know. I I was like. Man, you at this point, before dropping that, he's got like a hundred pure, he's got hundreds of pure rap songs. Yeah. And you've been Facts. doing it since 2010. Anyone who thinks that you can't do this till now, 
they're never gonna think you can do and, it. Yeah, it's like it's, you've put out like hundreds of pure fucking rap songs. He's in a space where it's just like he's damn if he do, he's damn if he don't. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and and I and I like that he marketed it in in a way where it's just like you know, like I'm just still hungry and still wanted to like put stuff out. But um, it, I mean, you know, there's no there's no denying denying that part of that had to be just from like hearing. Critici- criticism from like the hip hop corner that like thinks he's like lost it and shit. I think but- that's a beautiful thing though. And here's why mm-hmm. I think it's a beautiful thing is because it shows that he's true. He's a true artist. That, yeah. He's sensitive to his art. That is true. I, I was my friend who helped me like with my car and everything. Um, he was telling me how he made um, a gluten free, non dairy macaroni, uh, macaroni and cheese mm-hmm. dish. And he took it to Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving, I guess, and they didn't like it. Oh, shit. But, you know, usually when someone tells you they don't like something, right, they mm-hmm. just, you you kind of get very insecure about it and you just not want to try it out again. He's telling me how he's been working on it to make sure that during Christmas oh. he goes back and makes sure he presents <laughs> that dish again. And I like that. It yeah. shows that, you know, if you fall off the horse, right? In terms of criticism, you're not afraid to get back on, and I, yeah. that's one thing I respect about him. That's true, and I, I, I did not, I did not uh, think about it from that angle. And yeah, no, I guess you know to to sum it up for me, uh, and this is like part of like where we need to to move forward in hip hop, just become a little bit more open minded. I think my the most annoying thing I find about Kendrick is that. And I, I, it's actually not his fault. It's really his fans' Fan fault. Yep. But they they weaponize Kendrick's music as a way to trash ninety yeah, percent yeah. of hip. I'm with you. I'm not with they, that. Like they they use Kendrick's thing as like a this is the right way to make hip hop, yeah. and everything else you guys are doing is the fucking wrong way. And it's like this just these nerds. No, I'm just, with you. Yeah, you're, dude, you're literally the most fucking reasonable Kendrick. I, I'm with you. I mean, it's, I guess it's because I do music. Like, <laughs> yeah. I understand the, the the scope of it, right? But I can even take it a little bit further with, let's remove Drake out of the uh, conversation and put Kendrick and J. Cole. Mm-hmm. I feel like recently there's been this whole wave of Kendrick is just like trash now just because mm. he hasn't been doing... <laughs> A bunch of features yeah. as compared to J. Cole, who's been on a run, which has been amazing, yeah, by the way. Seriously. But I remember, as a true fan of both of them, I remember a time where J. Cole was on his whole fuck the new generation wave That's- and he wasn't doing any features. And Kendrick was killing it at a certain point in time. I feel like nowadays people have like a recency bias in terms of music, yeah, where they think things need to be. Not only things need to be done a certain way, but I think people forget that artists have done things in the past which has got them praise or got them to the space that they're at right now. Mm-hmm. So say like Drake, right? Um, I would I'd be a I'd be a damn liar to say like um, his run between Take Care and I guess at um, to views, let's just add views in there from take care to views. Like it wasn't incredible. Like I'd be yeah. a liar to say that. Shit, I would even, I would, uh, yeah, I would tack on more life to that. Yeah, like I'd yeah. be a liar to say that. So it's like he deserves where he's at. And like I said, as I may not be a fan, he doesn't need to prove nothing. To mm-hmm. 
because he's at his spot because where he's at. Yeah, his yeah. dedication and his drive and his hit making and his deep cut tracks, whatever it is, he made it to where he needed to be made, yeah. to where he needed to be at. So it's just like, for me, as much as I'm a Kendrick fan, I I hate Kendrick's stance. Like, them, yeah. them niggas make everything that he does deep. Yeah. And I hate that. And yeah. I, I'm pretty sure... He, have you, you appreciate your fans, but at the same time, I know Kendrick is like, yo, I'm just out here making music. Yeah, and it's funny because Kendrick stands and Drake stands are nerds for two very different reasons. <laughs> Kendrick stands are like artsy fartsy nerds, and Drake fans are numbers nerds. Yeah, <laughs> but the, the 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 worst Drake stands <laughs> as a massive Drake fan myself, the worst, like the cringiest shit is when you see. If you see like a Drake Kendrick debate and the Drake stand just replies like, well, he sold 430 some thousand albums, so it's better. And we see that logic. Yeah. Like just like completely removing the art from the conversation, just being like, well, he sold more, so it's fucking bad. That that's the worst Drake stand. Yeah. The numbers Drake stand is like the fucking so like they're both there there's there's aspects of in a in a I think <laughs> I think I think there's some in this conversation, there's something to be said about um uh uh fan bases yeah. ruining the party for people like 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 uh, in a way in a way uh, even going to to the Nikki Cardi thing oh Nikki and Cardi's fans are far worse human yeah. beings than Nikki and Cardi could possibly ever find where like, it gives them it Jesus. gives people like Nikki a a bad rap yes. you know where people look at Nikki's like cuz just because they couple it with their stands and it's it's ridiculous dog and I think it's just because people have so much freaking, they have so much not, they have no fear of saying whatever on the internet, yeah. which is, because they're not, they're not going to say yeah. that shit in person. <laughs> yeah. They're not. So it's just like, it's insane the way people talk sideways on the internet yeah. sometimes. It's really weird, man. We're, we're the, the, and I guess that's what, what makes hip hop so big is that the benefit to all this is that people feel like they're included in the culture in a way that you don't see in any other genre. And there's yeah, something really fun. Like people feel like like you're not seeing Unless you're Taylor Swift. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Taylor Taylor Swift is like the only person outside of rap who has like her thumb on the pulse, pulse. the way that like a rapper does. Like like there's some something about the way she's been moving the last year. Like she must have gotten like mate like like she must have like I feel like like whoever's doing her PR has done like Diddy's PR, Biggie's P, Tupac. Like cause she's moving like a rapper. Yeah, I don't I don't bro. know how to. Yeah, it's not. This is like not your traditional pop star doing like your fucking press runs on the Ellen Show anymore. And like shoot, if we're I mean if we bring numbers into it, how many artists can you say can re-release a project that they re-recorded and it sells a million first yeah. week? Like that's yeah. insane. Shit. Yeah, she has a she has a a, a call, and I and I don't li that's like crazy. Like a, 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 hating on her fan base feels weird because I it just feels like I'm beefing with children, so I'm like not gonna do that. Like, but I will Waste say time, definitely. to like the just to the, like the mentally ill women in like your fucking thirties and up that like look at Taylor <laughs> as this fucking thing to like live this through. Goddess, yeah, yeah, like you need help. If you're 13, 14, you're looking up Taylor. That's awesome like i'm like genuinely i'm happy that as like a young person there's this like woman that you're just like maybe as a you're, you're a young woman and you're like yo like this is like 
like this is like who I would like that's fucking awesome but like if you're like queen that's queen dude if you're 35 if you're like and and you're just and you're like like and you're just obsessing because again like like uh the it's the fan bases that tend to be more annoying than the artists ever could because I think Beyonce uh like I'm not like Beyonce's music I've, it's it's always been Incredible. good to me. Yeah, always been like she's not someone that like I bump to like like heavy like like a daily artist by any means. But like I've never listened to Beyonce and been like wow like that's fucking awful. Turn it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And that that's been like what for the past twenty years of my life. Um, that being said, Beyonce fans the uh, the, 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 the there's a the the worship is yeah. unbearable. Yeah. It's like it's it's. It's uh, like we're right now seeing uh, uh, a lot of um, Beyonce fans that like don't know what to do with themselves because like they're they're like there's like a there's like a war happening between Beyonce fans right now because of the Israel Palestine yeah, uh, shit. Yeah, I figured you had mentioned that. Seeing yeah. them move the goalposts to like excuse like like here you can like corporate agendas and yeah, political. Rich as fuck. yeah like, you on. know like you you have to have enough self-awareness to understand like like yes you might love her you're not a billionaire yeah she is so like there's different rules and different things that like you guys are experiencing that's informing your choices and shit and to see like beyonce fans instead of just like I would I would respect it so much more if you were just like you know what I love Beyonce so much that I don't care that she's not using her voice to uh, advocate for people I think she should be advocating for you know what though I'm I'm like just selfishly gonna you know be ten toes down and say I don't care I just love Beyonce that much I don't I don't give a fuck it goes back to the celebrity thing man yeah. like we put. Fans nowadays they put too much stock yeah. into into celebrity. I think maybe maybe it's maybe it has to deal with like the the follower count, where it's just like they expect yeah. people with high followers to just do these certain things if they stand by certain things. But they're entertainers, man. Yeah, it it's uh and it's a business too in yeah in entertainment. Like they have business businesses in different areas outside of music. Yeah. And this is a, I think this is a classic clash of uh, um, a fan base getting so close to understanding what classism is, mm. but like just, of course, failing to like address the larger uh, points, which is that they uh, do not like, uh, you simply cannot be in a room that Beyonce is in. Like, you have to, like, understand that. For sure. Which means that, like, you guys just, like, aren't going to see things the same way. And, like, you should actually be kicking yourself a little bit for, like, worshipping someone that... I think that's freak. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's just fucking, like, like, this this goes for any... any, Like, like, I would say... I would say of all the fan bases, because, like, like, Taylor Swift, yeah, like, her fan, she's probably, like, second... After Beyonce, but beyond in terms of like just the blind, absolute fucking like worship, Beyonce fans are some of the most fucking unbearable fucking. Beyonce people. fans, Nicki fans, yeah, yeah like bro, they be saying some wild stuff. Yeah, they um, be saying wild stuff. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. But but I I also think uh you know and maybe it's an unpopular opinion. I th- I think the way that uh, men. And women look up to uh, influential people of the same gender is is different. 
because uh, like you could as a guy or Kendrick fan or Drake Kendrick fan, I think on average it goes to this like man like this this guy's voice is so relatable to what I'm experiencing, yeah. and like I really I hope to like succeed like this guy, but I, I think the you know. I think there's like a mass, there's like a very noticeable difference uh, in the way that like a female and a male like does this because like for some reason like women like like uh, in their minds like almost become this fucking person that yeah. they're idolizing. It's it's on a much deeper level with the female fan bases. Yeah, yeah. It just it's 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 not necessarily bad. It's not bad, but it's intense. I wouldn't really. I don't. I don't know where that comes from. I don't know where you can kind of like trace that back to, honestly. But in terms of, uh, in terms of males, right? I feel like it. It's also plays into, you know, like almost in a sense a father figure role, mm. where it's just like you. You have your dad who's just like an up, upstanding citizen or whatever, right? Where they're responsible and respectful and stuff like that, and they teach you these things, and it's like, yeah, that's what I want to be. I think in certain aspects, with male artists, male fans, we we can see that we 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 almost see a father figure in that role. Um, you shouldn't be the same age as Drake, having him as your father figure, yeah. but you know, but yeah, I feel like that's where it is. But I was gonna while you were talking, I was gonna say maybe it has to do with some parental role, but with 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 women, I don't know. It's 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 kind of strange. Yeah, it's it, kind of strange because those fan bases be ridiculous. Yeah, it's kind of cr- they I be mean, wishing death and yeah. shit like that. Like it's, it's a it's a you know what it is. It's it's like a full blown in, indoctrination. Yeah, like, like when with Taylor and like Beyonce shit. It goes so much further than like, oh, I'm in their early 40s, like in a movie theater uh, uh, watching a Taylor concert Mm -hmm. in a movie theater. So it's like not actually a Taylor concert, but they're like in there like crying and like (laughs) having like a spiritual moment. And you realize like, oh, like it's not because like they're hearing these songs for the first time, but it literally feels it's like it's like. Jesus's followers are like in a room watching yeah. Jesus yeah. do his fucking. It's so like a, intense. It's like a church man. Yeah, like literally, cult, man. it's literally church. It's it's intense. Yeah, like literally, like like this is like 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 white girls are like like realizing like what it's like to like catch the Holy Spirit in their version. <laughs> like they're there, but it's like literally happening, and um, <sighs> but yeah. Dude, I don't know. I mean, you may, I feel like what I'm realizing in our conversation is that, like, yeah, dude, fans ruin everything. Because it's funny, Taylor Swift and Beyonce, they both seem way more chill than their average. Oh, for fans. sure, yeah. And I think you get a per- as the person on the outside looking in, you get a perception just based off the fan. Yeah. The fan base. Um, I will say one thing though, in terms what I love about not love, but what I enjoy in terms of just like when there's like. A crisis happening in these aspects is that I get to see fans move the goalposts a lot, yeah. like you were just saying, mentioning earlier. And it's yeah. like, yeah, you're only saying that because you like this person. Yeah. If it was the person that you hate, you're moving. You're not moving that goalpost. Yeah. You're attacking that person, making sure they're canceled yeah. and out of here. So yeah. it's very dicey in that in that in that realm. Um, I just I enjoy it because it just shows how how fake people how mm-hmm. fake most people in fan bases are. 
Yeah. You know? You know the, they don't really stand by. It's kind of crazy because uh, uh, talking about hip-hop now, uh, God, I think this is the first time I'm going to talk about Diddy on the, the ah. podcast. And because um, I think it was a, J- Jimmy Iovine mm-hmm. that also got accused of some shit. Uh, he's a massive titan in hip-hop. Yeah. Uh, Diddy, uh, obviously. And... Um, in, I, I, I don't even think I, there's mu- much to say. I feel like just like, because like, I feel like having someone in yeah. the music, it's like, I just want to like talk about music shit. It's been a while, actually. Yeah, no, right? But um, I don't know, dude, with uh, some of the first thing that came to mind when uh, with Diddy thing, I was like, it made me wonder if like, to some degree, just especially in hip hop, if just like everyone at the top of hip hop on a business level is just secretly like a very fucked up person. Let me just to, to conclude that the yeah. reason why I thought that is because the amount of clips and shit coming out of this being such common knowledge, yeah, was like it, it's the it's the it's how such horrific things yeah. can just be known by everyone on a certain echelon yeah. and then like nothing happens to like stop it mm. but the the diddy thing just like like it's a, a, a um diddy god it's so crazy to to put him in Harvey Weinstein in the same a month ago, yeah, man, you like, would not fucking do that. Yeah, man, like, that is crazy. I was gonna like because I was gonna I was that's like, brother love right there, I man. Know. Like, bro, <laughs> fucking dude, because I'm sitting here thinking I'm like saying like Diddy and Harvey Weinstein are examples, and then I stop myself like wow, like the fact I'm even making the sense, but yes, unfortunately, Diddy and, and Weinstein, they they are one piece of the the more they are like the less interesting part of the puzzle to me in the sense that the more interesting thing to recognize about both of those guys yeah. is the community around them that either allows, enables, or ignores that shit. Like, that's the more interesting Yeah, thing. That's like, like, of course, the thing that they did was horrific, but the, two, the things that you find in common is that it was such common knowledge yeah. among everyone in that world. Yeah. So then when the fallout starts, you realize like, oh, well, one of the an equally big problem as the person and what they've done is like the culture surrounding it that like allows it. But that was like, so the, that, the, those are the first kind of thoughts that, that came to, because I mean, you know, he's not the first or the last person to take advantage of their power. Oh, well, he's not going to be the last, that's for terrible sure. shit. But to like hear guys calling in on radio stations in like 2002 saying like, yeah, Diddy's doing this shit that like is now coming out. And like everyone is just just like, well. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. I'll say three things. Mm -hmm. First is that condolences to every single person in harm in in those type of situations. Second, I have a song called Diddy. When all this stuff was coming out, I was so shocked. I was so shocked for my song, specifically, where it's like, this joint don't hit no more. It don't hit no more. Lastly, third, I'm honestly not surprised when it comes to happen. One, it's 
the entertainment industry. I think we, you know, it's so, you know, it's so crazy to me during the whole Me Too movement. I think we should all have common knowledge. Like, yeah, stuff like this happens. Don't mm. be surprised if your big favorite business tycoon person who's in the music industry gets outed in a couple of years. So what I found comedic in the whole thing was uh, the fact that the fact that it was literally right under our noses and no one batted an eye. Yeah. As in terms of just like the public, right? What I find what I, what I find a little bit hypocritical, and maybe people haven't really been talking about it in terms of Diddy, right, is that you're right. There are people who are around it who condone it. Mm -hmm. And that shit pisses me off is because I don't... I think we need to move away from the space where we are so afraid to call out bad and fucked up shit because of status mm -hmm. or being blackballed and shit like that. Mm -hmm. I hate that stuff. Um, I'm glad you kind of brought this up, but I don't want to mention it, so I won't. I won't name any names. There was a situation like this that happened in a specific genre community, hmm. not to this high scale, but something that blew up on Twitter. And I was trying to get into this genre space, so I was just trying to use my use my connections, build relationships, and stuff like that. But what I noticed when the outrage came out mm -hmm. is that I began to recognize how fake a lot of people are. Mm -hmm. Because a month ago, these people were calling this person their friend, or not even a month ago, maybe a week ago, you see stuff like that. They're calling them their friend, their buddy-buddy with that person. But as soon as something goes out, everyone's like, oh, well, I didn't know. You know the fucked up shit, the real fucked up shit about it? Mm -hmm. Is when it was when it was happening in real time. It happened on Twitter. When it was happening in real time, the people that are connected mutually, they started to instead of caring about the victims that were harmed by it, they started to use their platform to build their own platform up. Interesting. Which is ridiculous, you know. And I'm I'm the guy, and I I'm I'm, I'm at fault with this too. Where it's like sometimes I want to say shit. Because that's what I stand by, but at the same time, I'm not in the in. I'm not fully at where I need to be at. So sometimes I'm always afraid of being the 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 leftist. I guess if you mm -hmm. if you should say the person who you know don't tell him anything because mm -hmm. he's gonna he's just gonna blow it up and shit like that. But watching that made me be like, you know what? I'm kind of cool on trying to build relationships in that space. Mm -hmm. One because of obviously. It was something fucked up that happened on that person's end, but I just watched a bunch of people just double, just literally do a whole one eighty, yeah. which is ridiculous. And it just made me look at like, yo, and maybe they they didn't know, maybe they did it, but I feel like usually sometimes people are so quick to throw people out into the fire mm -hmm. without trying to come to a maybe a consensus or. A knowledgeable, a knowledgeable understanding of yo, this person fucked up. This person did something stupid. We don't fuck with this shit, but this person has done so much for all of us that we're gonna try and help this person. Mm. But usually people don't want to do that yeah. anymore. 
and usually people are they don't want to be attached to that any in any certain way and i feel like that's really fucked up so when we go back to the diddy situation right i wouldn't be surprised if other people are like connected to this shit mm-hmm. i've seen people i think people like mace has been like really kind of like outspoken in terms of certain out aspects of it but it's just like bro how can you we we really need to get away from that space of being like yo when someone's doing something fucked up do not protect that person and if you want to protect that person yo call them out privately yo mm-hmm. tell them like yo this shit is not right because it's going to come back and yeah. bite you in the ass yeah. eventually later on yeah and that's exactly what's happening with Diddy even though you know the whole case was thrown out but you see like I think I've, I've seen something like like um, some certain amount of businesses mm-hmm. kind of like parted ways with one of his companies just off of that mm-hmm. like bro it's so it's so freaking ridiculous yeah it, it's uh one if I you know, if there's something I can understand about the people surrounded by Diddy, now that all this st- more stuff is coming out, um, he, if it f- to, from what I've seen, yeah. if you were, you know, around Diddy and then y- you came to a conclusion that like you might literally lose your life yeah. if you went against him there's that aspect then yes. i can totally understand because from what i'm hearing that was like that seems to be like an option that diddy sometimes exercises yeah. <laughs> yeah, i didn't so, know he was capable of that yeah damn. you yeah, know the stories that's been coming out been yeah insane. and that's the thing and it sounds like he's not the type of guy that you can talk to and be like yo like you need to like do something about somebody because i would say like there's a certain um there's a certain amount of uh, crime that you can s- understand and see the humanity in. Mm-hmm. And then there's this like a line that you cross and where you become simply a monster. Yeah. And there's certain things I, unfortunately, this is not like, you know, and, and yes, there is a spectrum in, in terms of assault and crime and even sexual assault, like, you know, ter- all, all of them can be terrible in their own right. But, like, if, if some guy is, like, uh, groping women yeah. or something and then there's, like, some guy who's, like, raping women and hiding them, like, chaining them in his basement. Yeah, that's Neither of those guys are good guys, but, yeah, there, but there, is there, is, yeah, the there is a spectrum. There is a spectrum. And from with Diddy, it, it doesn't even seem like a. There's a spectrum in where you can tell someone, "Yo, stop what you're doing." Mm-hmm. But when you hear that they're doing like psycho type shit, like 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 forcing people to stay in rooms, threatening to kill people, uh, doing like weird kinky shit, and like like chaining people up, tying people shit like that. You realize like you're not dealing with someone with like a, 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 a normal brain that can be like, oh, yeah, you know, like maybe I'm going overboard because like t- to a regular person, like like 99 percent of the shit that's come out that Diddy's done is something that like a, a regular person would not fathom doing, let alone creating a lifestyle out of that. Yeah, that like like it, it's one thing to have isolated incidences of like out of character shit 
and where it's like, oh yeah, that's redeemable. Like you did something out of character, shouldn't have done that. You recognize that the shit was fucked up and like you you accepted help and did this or whatever. Yeah, there's there's stuff that like that, but then there's there's a there's a certain line that it, it I don't know. I mean, it's like guys who like like uh, athletes and, and artists who have like ever beat up their girlfriends yeah. or whatever. And even if they never hurt or touch a woman again, yeah. That it the the problem is that it crosses a line that a normal person cannot imagine crossing. Yeah. Because there's a lot of guys who have never beat up their girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of people it's going to be hard to have sympathy for someone who is trying to repair their image yeah. from from having done something like that? Because even if you've only done it once, it's for most people that's a line that they would never cross. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like when it comes to the public, they're fine to stand where they need to stand at. Yeah, but I feel like if you're a friend mm-hmm. or you're a very close individual, like yo, you have don't don't. Yeah, what they did is crazy, but don't. Don't double, don't like switch up and be like, yo, well, I had nothing to do yeah. with it. Like, yeah. don't be that person because it shows to me, it just shows how you are only, you weren't really technically a friend or a family member or whatever. Like, you are only there for the status quo. And that's what needs to be, that's what needs to yeah. be removed from this equation where it's like people need to stop building relationships just because of a status quo. Mm-hmm. Like if this person you see has done something that's terrible, do not fuck with that person. Even if you're not gonna speak up on that shit, but just know that yo, when shit comes out, don't be like, oh yeah, this person was never my friend at all, or this person, you know, I mean, I wasn't a part of it, so I can't, I don't condone it, so I'm not gonna, I, I can't, I can't mess with that person anymore. I like, know ex- it's crazy. Exactly what you're saying, because I I've always uh, thought. Um, like, um, especially like in, in marginalized communities, I remember in co- college, it's like the first time I was thinking about uh, the psychology of someone who wants to be in a position of power. Mm. I remember like, I, I just, I don't know why, like that concept, thinking about that concept for the first time, like really hit me. Because it made me question everyone who's ever been in a leadership position ever, and uh, including marginalized groups. And I remember uh, realizing, I was like, man, like even in college, like the people who wanted to be president of uh, Black Student Union yeah. or president of like maybe amongst the Jewish population, they wanted to be president of the uh, 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 Jewish Student Union or among uh, the LGBT uh, uh, Q. And other letters I'm forgetting, they wanted to be like in in a leadership position. I remember like at the same time, I'm not even sure because I just had I was friends with like 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 uh, I've always had friends that are like just very different. Yeah. So I, I knew what was going on in like a lot of these groups, and I remember there was this one time where like all of them were unhappy with their leader for basically the same reason, which is that they felt that they were using that platform to elevate themselves and not give a fuck about the actual issues. Yep. And I remember because being a part of the Black Student Union, I remember like, man, like, dude, a lot of these people are like the black people that like amongst us, like we're like, yo, we don't really like that. <laughs> we don't really, like, really fuck with that guy. Like, you know what I mean? And uh, um, I've always felt like, I've always felt like the rankings of like good to, to worse is like, 
people doing like like the people doing stuff for the community and doing good they rank number one number two are the people who don't do much even very little but they don't get in the way of of change they don't need to they're they're just indifferent they want to yeah. be in their own fucking world yeah and then the worst of the bunch are people who uh, uh, mask themselves as n- the number one, yeah. as a good person yeah. who's like just like you're embezzling money, you're you're just using that yeah. position to like not forward the bigger uh, point. And and in what you're saying, I agree that like the the person who is much worse than the person who like maybe knew about stuff but didn't benefit from that person. That they're now claiming they're not friends with. Yeah. It's so much better to be indifferent. And so, okay, I'm, I might not like blow the whistle on this, but I do have a choice to associate with that per- with the information I have. Yep. And yes, to know uh, terrible things about someone. And then when they come out, you pretend as if like you had nothing to do with it. You, you're the worst of the bunch. Because you allow that stuff. Yeah. Especially to a certain point where it's like you, you're not. First time, okay, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if you if it's constant and you're just you're not doing nothing yeah. about it, and we talked about just like how maybe a person's life can be in danger. Yeah, there's that too as well. But if it's not that case, it's like, yo, why why would you why would you constantly allow that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's ridiculous. And I I mean, for me with Diddy, I think it's gonna sound crazy to say, but in terms of just like to have sympathy for him, right? Mm-hmm. I understand no human being is perfect. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I said I wasn't surprised. Like, if something like that comes out with anybody, it ter- in terms of being in the industry, I'm not going to be surprised. Because mm-hmm. when you get that certain type of power, you're going to want to do whatever the fuck you want to yeah. do. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm definitely not surprised either. And, it, and it's not even... It, I'm not just... Uh, like, I don't know anything about Jimmy Iovine, for example, mm-hmm. but just knowing how powerful he is and, and how, you know, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't, I was fundamentally not surprised just because of like the status that he has. Yeah. Um, with Diddy, I was like specifically not surprised because I, I feel like, uh, the only person who could come out of the, that 90s era of like beef and rising in a place like New York at that time and becoming like the king of shit and like not getting killed and not being one of the guys from that 90s era that like either got locked up for good or fucking just killed. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of our legends have to come out not only unscathed, but like on top, you have to be a fucking psychopath. Like, mm-hmm. The shit that Diddy must have done behind the scenes. Like, think about every posse in New York rap history that yeah. was trying to become, like, the guys. Yeah. You've got Murder, Inc. with Irv Gotti. So many different, like, like, and those are the two main ones. Bad Boy and Murder, Inc. Rockefeller. Uh, there yeah, too. yeah. Rockefeller. Rockefeller yeah. And, 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 like, like, for, like, Diddy to, like, own that space the way he did the sh- like like it has to be in his dna to be like a crazy motherfucker to just rise through the ranks the way that he did like it's not it's not just because they made hits yeah it's not just the hits like because the way that he rose and the way people are like nah like we're not fucking with him we're not touching with him yeah the like fear that you would see 
of like like it's like oh yeah like of course shit's coming out now like I think what they what I've learned in the music industry is that good business is also bad business mm. and I think when we I we to shift away in terms of just like the allegations that has happened with him I think in terms of just like the history that he's had in terms of like fucking over artists that's how I think that's what that's what the industry is that's what the music industry is is built off of so I've I've had situations like that where people I think what people what we what we as black people can't grasp, right? Mm. Is the fact in that specific department is that a person who looks just like us can do that to us when there's already there's already a whole different race that's doing that to us. Like how can you sit here and do that to us, right? So just being in being in the industry, right? I've learned that yo it's just business. Mm. It's it's business, and it's if you want to be a part of that, you're gonna get fucked over sometime. And not only not only are you gonna get fucked over, you're gonna fuck up fuck over some people. Mm. So it's like, what do you want to do? Do you want to actually? I, I can't call, I can't say. Do you actually want to do good business or bad business? Do you want to be fair? Or do you want to do business? One of them are going to... I wouldn't say one of them are going to get you rich. One of them is going to get you to become a tycoon. Yeah. The other, you'll get respected. Damn. Wow. Yeah. That... What you're saying has to be true just for the fact that... um, you're not going to look at like Jay-Z or, or Diddy's net worth and be like, oh, well, that just all had to come down. It's hard work. <laughs> they huh? hard work. They worked a lot. Like, yeah, like, nothing to nobody. <laughs> they is. must have made the best songs. Like, they're just making, oh, they're, they're, their songs are just that much better. No, they're, they're, there's, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's kind of like how like you and a kid that you grew up with, like maybe they like ended up in like some like bad shit. And you realize, like, damn, we were at the same school bus, went to the same schools, grew up in the same fucking zip code and everything. And, like, I guess I did something with my life. And, like, you completely fucking ruined yours. You realize it's like, it's like this series of, of decision making. So it's yeah. like when you look at someone like Diddy who can be a billionaire and see someone like Mace who, like, I'm not sure net worth wise if he's, like, cracked, like, 100 mil. But to see, like, people... We have to wonder, like, well, how can people be so close and basically live identical lives and, like, end up with, like, a different slice of the pie, like, size-wise? Instead of Mace, I think Dame Dash is a great example. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's a great... He's a yes. perfect example. Yeah, because he got... Fuck. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. He's a perfect so, example. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it... it, it did he, in many ways, like, looking back and, like... So, because he's like famous for like being like intense and being like I'm the business mogul in hip hop. Many ways, just looking back like on his clips and just like that, which at the time seemed funny. Like he would do like a lot of like skits and shit, mm-hmm. and like just like he was just always like, oh, it's like business twenty four seven. Diddy's in the jacuzzi closing the deal. He's <laughs> fucking skydiving closing the deal. Like like that's just who he is. And um, so in many ways, like I, like if if the you know us. 
I definitely respect the uh, uh, innocent until proven guilty. Oh yeah, for um, sure. I, like I definitely Everything agree with that. Allegedly. Yes. Hit Diddy is in that space where it's not just an accusation. This shit is so detailed, and the 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 damning thing is the amount of clips that are yeah. surfacing of people talking about the specific, specific. people. And the specific abuse and like the the because that that's how Harvey Weinstein was fucked. When you would then see clips of someone in an interview being like, "Well, you know, advice I'd give to uh, a certain," and they they yeah. laugh it off. Yeah, they it laugh could, it off. It could be an interview five years before Harvey went down, but they'd be like, "Any advice for like a, a young uh, actor that wants to like make it?" I, I forget who the 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 person was, but it was like a late night show. And they they laughed. It was kind of like nervously, but they were like, "Yeah, they were like, hey, you want to meet big, you know, guys in Hollywood like uh, uh, Harvey Weinstein, this and that." But like, hey, you know, uh, don't go up to their ho hotel room. And like the whole audience laughed. They, they laugh, laughed, yeah, yeah. And it was just like, oh, like they they know, and it it's right under our noses, and yeah, it, it's it's unfortunate that things like things that go, I guess, viral. Like what happened with Cassie, like it's unfortunate that things like yeah. like that's why when I seen the whole thing happening, I'm like I'm not surprised. He's yeah. he's in the he's in the industry. I uh, it's so sad to say, but I expect people from that era to be like that because there's a lot yeah. of shit that that just was brushed under swept under the rug in those. Before like social media and shit and, like that, and, and I'm I hear what you're saying in terms of like the good business, good business or bad business, mm -hmm. because I think that's an aspect of every corner of, of the entertainment industry. There seems to be something about hip hop specifically mm -hmm. that the guys at the at the top, it's not just ruthless businessmen. I think literally to some degree to have survived that '90s era. Mm -hmm. And to come out on top, like seeing, like Diddy didn't just like screw over artists and, and was a ruthless businessman. It's literally doing shit that you would describe a psychopath yeah. to do. Whether yeah. that's like if, if, if the allegations of blowing up people's cars uh, 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 um, uh, crazy. is true or like, or, you know, fucking um, forcing uh, your, whoever you're dating to like fuck 10 guys and like fucking recorded on camera and shit beating women this and that like like that's because i, I think what for me my, my fears and to have made it into hip-hop where there are people who will go further distances than other genres like maybe I'm being naive, maybe the pop world does have shooters, but like, I, I, I'm not sure, like the Scooter Braun thing, when like Scooter Braun was ha having beef with like different artists about like what was owed and this and yeah, that, yeah. I'm not sure, like of course Taylor and Justin and Selena, they all have access to whatever money can buy, of yeah. course, but there's not that thing embedded in pop culture 
And where like in hip hop, where it's like, oh, you screwed me out of a record, you're, we, we we might take this to the streets, yeah, because of business, yeah, 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 for sure. The pop world doesn't have like a fucking folklore that surrounds that in the way that the hip hop. I think world they does. used to when like the Italian mob was yes. there, but I think it's it's moved away from that. Yeah, but no, I agree with you. Yeah, like I think I think they have fixers and they they have yeah. like things, that, but like not like. Oh, like our fucking crip set is gonna like roll up to your house and like fucking yeah. like 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 hip hop and so to me, my fear is that like at the very top of hip hop specifically, that to run that shit and be comfortable running it, you literally have to be a psychopath. Because like, looking at it, it's like, all right, well who's who who's been on top in like real in like a not not musically in hip hop, but on the business, business end, of, end of it. You got yeah. Diddy, you got Jay Prince. You got uh, what's his name, Shug. You've got got like they're not just ruthless businessmen, but there's this like boogeyman mysteriousness surrounding everyone not at for the sure. top yeah. of hip hop specifically that alludes to this idea that like they are fucking psychopaths. What's so also crazy about it is that I feel like in that space, right? I feel like they're the only ones who move so so public. Like they're always in a public eye, even if it is in the pop world, right? You never really see it. It's like they're the more secretive person, but it's like these guys, man, they move. They're out in the public yeah. eye, which yeah. is just it's crazy. But nah, it it's it's insane. I mean, with the allegations that Diddy has, you know what I was gonna say is that. No matter how many cases gets dropped from whoever comes out speaking, right? I think what happened a couple of weeks ago is the image has been damaged and tarnished. Yeah. Whether it was being done before, I think this really damaged and tarnished his image. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know if they're even, even if he walks out unscathed now. Without anything, anything being harmed in his business, I think people are always gonna look at it a certain way. It's almost I don't I don't want to compare it. I mean I don't know, but it's almost like the whole OJ situation. It's like yeah, we know he did it. Mm -hmm. Despite him getting off, we know that nigga mm -hmm. did it. Mm -hmm. That's exactly the way it feels. Yeah, and he's different. And Diddy's is different because if I remember correctly from Harvey Weinstein. There were phases of canceling Harvey and mm. and and cancel culture cancel culture uh, uh, wasn't like it, it wasn't like what it is now and where yeah. like there's like almost like an established machine now that yeah. like addresses this shit. Yeah, but I re if I remember correctly with Harvey, um, it was like oh allegations that he may have been using his position of power to uh and like dangling that power over the heads of young actress actresses and like getting them to sleep with him like it sounded like it was get, just getting worse and worse and worse over time because yeah. then there was a point yeah. where uh the allegations turned into like oh he's no longer just like taking advantage of his position he's like literally forcing himself on these people and like raping them and then that's when so that's when it got taken to this level like months into the allegation, because I think like like that that I, if I remember correctly, like people were still like 
like still fine with being seen with him publicly and doing business for like the first few months that they were coming out, even, maybe even longer because I think it was just more so addressing that he was using his position again to, to take advantage of young women. But it once like the, the, like the, 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 uh, rape allegations came out. That's when I was just like, oh, okay, this guy's a monster. Uh, and you know, there, there's no coming back. But the, the difference between that and Diddy is that just like off, like right off the bat, the first thing that you see with him with this Cassie thing is like psychopathic shit. Mm -hmm. This is not like, oh, uh, Diddy may have like groped someone in 93. This is full blown like. Cassie was apparently being like trafficked to people. Yeah, and basically. Shit. Like, like, like. So there was no, there was no buffer, no warm up to. It was just boom. Guess what? Diddy's a fucking monster. Like it just like. It's 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 insane. Yeah, I mean it's insane. I'm not surprised, and not not because it's Diddy. I'm not surprised because it's the it's the entertainment industry. Don't anybody who's listening to this like yo, do not be surprised. There is. Hidden secret dark shit in this world that you think it might look all peachy and clean just because you you admire it, but the older you get, the longer you're in it, you start to realize like there's some fucked up shit in it. And I'll tell you the hard truth: there are people who have the option where it's like, do I want to be a part of this industry or do I want to be fair? Do I want to be clean? I'll tell you one thing, you can be fair, you can be clean, it might take you longer, but at least you can sleep at night. If you want to be a part of this, don't be surprised at the shit that happens. Now, do we need to stop it? Fucking for sure. This needs to, it needs to stop, but I don't think people are willing to do that. I truthfully don't think people are willing to do that. They say they might be, but I don't think people, because it has to be like some type of union yeah. shit. You know what? It, well, the second layer, and this is where shit actually gets like deadly, because uh, the second layer of like uh, of like a Me Too type movement mm -hmm. in Hollywood and in all of entertainment is is would be uh, following the money because I think you yep. then realize that I mean hip hop specifically, no one really talks about it, but a lot of that shit is funded with uh, drug money. Mm. A lot of that shit. Whether that's like up and coming guys that are getting like studio time and just buying their own, yeah, press that's how it was shit. built. That's what it was built but, off. Yeah, of. it's built. It's it's built off of like there's like a lot of money being not not just music into uh, movie industry as well, yeah. where it's like there's dark money coming in uh, and and funding shit, washing their money clean. That the because I think I think hip hop focusing on hip hop specifically. Hip hop is is on a business level and musically speaking. Uh, I think it's safe to say that hip hop is a bit too intertwined with the underground criminal world. It just it just fucking is. Yes, yeah. um, it's the urban communities. Yeah, came from the urban communities. It's always so, going to be. Yeah, because there's there's the. The things that people are willing to do in the hip hop world to like right a wrong is 
it, it literally mirrors street culture of like, oh, oh yeah. like this is not, this is like, we're not like white guys in suits and Wall Street and shit that like, oh, you fucked me over in a business deal. Now I'm going to like go cry my like wife's arms and shit and like, oh, I took the L that's that. Like what follows this shit in hip hop, like, like a beef, a business beef is just like the beginning of the beef yeah. a lot of times in hip hop. And like that, that aspect, uh, I'm not sure. I mean... It's it's Oof. a uh, shout out to hip hop fifty years, <laughs> you know we made it we made it man we got fifty years in but nah, it's crazy there, it just shows that nothing is perfect honestly no no industry is perfect but no genre of music is perfect yeah everyone and, has their flaws and I, I hate to say it but I think the combination of everything that hip hop is is what's is what makes it spit out these like incredible moments yeah i hate to, i hate to say it but i think like a lot of this fucked up shit that's happening like underneath it all and then like just combining it with massive amounts of talent and drive like there's these great aspects about it combined with like maybe dark energies that are like but it, it creates high highs that other genres have not been able to, at least in the 21st century so far. And I think that that's what, unfortunately, part of that... That's what drives the, what makes the culture. It is that hip-hop is behind the scenes is like far from vanilla. That's Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's sad that the trauma and the hardships... I mean, that's, where, that's how it was birthed. Yeah. But it, it's sad that that is what continues to drive it. I don't think, like we said, it's just... It's one in one. It's like peanut butter and jelly. Like yeah. it's needed. Um, it's sad, but it, it does create beautiful moments. It creates beautiful people. It creates beautiful ideas, albums, songs. Um, we don't get a public enemy without you know those type of hardships. Yeah. Whether it's not to say obviously and the allegations for Diddy, like not to say like that, but those hardships sometimes you can. It builds the, it builds the diamond from yeah. the coal from that fire, you know, um, which is it's amazing, but it it is also sad. But I think it's it, outside of just like hip hop, um, I think in life too, in general, like that happens. Yeah, you know, which is sad, but it's how the world works. But you did say like in terms of like money, people follow the money. Money runs the world. Yeah. Money runs the world. And I think people just have to understand that. Yeah. You have to either be smart. You can be fair too as well. Like you can be fair and be like super savvy with how you run your business. But just know when it comes to money, power, and respect, when you get a hold of those three things, you're going to abuse it. Yeah. And I and I I I think if we could ever know the full picture, I this is something I'm I'm I feel as confident in as like the oxygen that I'm fucking breathing right now. Yeah. I have a theory that if you're like a if you're a decent person, mm -hmm. you know, like you don't want to like hurt anyone, do good business. I feel like I feel like get get to know who like 
whatever the equivalent of this is, there's like a, a, a theoretical top 10 in your industry, mm -hmm. get to know like people who are like in, in like six to 10 yeah. instead of the top five. Cause I have a theory that like the very top of industry, very top of every industry, yeah. if they're making like many millions or billions of dollars, my theory is that there are, that the percentage of people in every level that you go up, the percentage of people that are legitimately psychopaths yeah. increases. I genuinely, I genuinely believe that to be at the very top of a, especially of a very lucrative industry, to some degree behind the scenes, it means that you are probably willing to go distances that like your average person yeah. is simply, and it's not just like how hard you're willing to work, but there's probably some the crazy shit, shit that you're willing to do. do the sacrifices yeah. you're willing to make. That's what they be talking about, the whole Illuminati shit. Yeah. Two things though. First, uh, okay, maybe one thing. Despite, you know, all of this with Diddy, this is the last thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> do you think all the shit that was happening was because of the situation he was um, going through with Ciroc? Because this that all of that was happening so before. I'm so then glad, all this shit just happened. Dog. I'm so <laughs> glad you asked this because I've always that's I've some conspiracy theory shit. <laughs> so the problem is that a lot of people in uh, hip hop, especially like uh, black people, and it's unfortunate <laughs> because we as uh, black people, uh, the black Americans, Africans, anyone with black skin on planet Earth should be the absolute most informed when it comes to. Uh, what intelligence is yeah. and what intelligence gathering is. Yeah. Now, intelligence gathering is synonymous, uh, synonymous with um, firms like CIA, FBI, other intelligence uh, ag agencies. But intelligence gathering is also like, oh, you're looking out your neighbor outside in your neighbor and you notice like after two weeks living near them that they like leave the house at 735 every, every morning. Yeah. That is intelligence gathering. Yeah. And... Black people, uh, uh, specifically in this country, when we're like, oh, like, you know, Bill Cosby was about to buy NBC. And like, that's <laughs> why he was this and joke. that. You beat me to it. No. It's so funny. It's funny <laughs> because, because the, 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 it's so easy to come to the conclusion I've come to when you understand what intelligence is and what intelligence gathering is. Two things can be true. Yeah. Which is that, Someone did horrific things and someone else was aware of the horrific things that they've done and yeah. simply sat on the intelligence. Yeah. Just because just because it's coming at an opportune time does not mean that the intelligence was fabricated. Yeah. It just means that they waited to detonate the bomb. You have to wait. That's it's it. The perfect moment. You have to wait when to strike. That's strike when the, strike when the iron's yeah. fucking hot. And this is this is literally what uh, 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 all the intelligence firms in the world do all, all the, the 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 militaries and everyone in the world. You have information, yeah, and you might sit on that shit for years. Apparently, the Hamas Israel shit. This is this has been planned since like apparently like 2019, mm. and and they uh, kept it in where like one part of the one group knows only this much and then the other group only knows this much so no one knows the full picture yeah. and can like be like interrogator or anything 
And uh, unfortunately, they were extremely successful in their goal on October 7th when they found what they felt because uh, 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 Saudi Arabia was um, uh, uh, about to close like a massive deal with uh, Israel uh. that was uh, 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 going to make their relations talk, uh, 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 stronger, which would have made uh, uh Iran weaker. So there's like an actual tangible cause of events that you can see as to like, well, why would Hezbollah use Hamas as a proxy to, uh, uh, to execute this thing right now? Yeah. And there's like an actual tangible line that you can follow. Anyway, I say all that because, uh, the, 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 Basically, like the the hallmark of our world is like, what do you know, mm -hmm. and like, when will you execute based off of what you know? That's yeah. like what that's that's everything. That's like what runs this world. And uh, um, that being said, with Diddy, CB, like uh, uh, Cosby, and all this shit, <laughs> when 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 guys like 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 are, are there situations where? Evidence could be completely fabricated to get somebody the fuck out of here. Maybe there's not not possibly. Any, not, I mean, not, we've seen TV shows like that, movies yeah, like that. Not anything that I can uh, uh, really, really cite. For for example, like I, I feel like um, because uh, uh, the the for example the Tate brothers, uh, Andrew Tate and them, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. Uh, they got locked up uh, on allegations and they Same were thing, yeah. they were recently freed. And because of how much disdain very powerful people in the U.S. have shown towards them for literally just saying what they're saying uh -huh. and influencing you know, young people the way that they have, I can actually see a call being made to someone in Romania and just being like, yeah, just like lock those guys up for even though like we don't have anything, lock them up. I can actually see that kind of, but like there's nothing that like in my lifetime I can say for sure that like, oh... Shit was completely fabricated and uh, it was used at, you know, just when like someone was about to ruffle the feathers. Because I think, unfor unfortunately, where you really have someone by the balls, and that's what the, the theory is with Epstein and everything, where you really have someone by the balls is if you have such damning evidence of them doing shit that would completely ruin their world. Mm -hmm. And if they don't move accordingly, you can simply detonate that bomb yeah. anytime you want to. Always fear the person who knows when to strike. Yeah. Always fear that person. Yeah. So the the Sirac, Sirac, look like Sirac. Yeah, like this is so funny because this does not happen for if this were true, then we would have seen that with Elon when he bought Twitter. Yeah. Because the, the last do like you, I said, it only happens to people that they that goalpost only moves yeah. to people that yeah. we like or we adore, I guess. Yeah, because the you most know? powerful people in the fucking world tried to do everything to prevent that buy. Yeah. That for Elon buying Twitter, and they couldn't. They, they like 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 they tried. The, uh, uh, Democrats super worried that he's going to turn into like a right wing uh, uh, fucking cesspool. And they tried, like like their people were detained in the courts, this and that. And he bought it. And and trust me, if there was a way that they could remove him right now without <laughs> it being messy, X right? like, man, yeah, because like that. That's the thing. It's like all these guys had. This isn't conspiracy. Like all these guys have shooters 
It's a fucking government. Yeah. And it's like multi-million. All these guys know people that they can call and be like, but like, you know, a, a killing Elon would make him a martyr. It would make his message even that much more powerful. But I'm telling you, right, and he knows this too, because that's why uh, he tweeted shit like, yeah, if I ever... If you ever uh, uh, see that, like, I committed suicide, just know that, like, I didn't. He literally posted this himself. He yeah. was like, know that I didn't. Like, I have, like, CIA and, like, Mossad following me, like, all the fucking yeah, time. Yeah, you have power, man. Like, that money and power and respect like that. Like, yo, you're going to have some eyes on you, man. For sure. But I, I think, I think it's, yeah, they're, you're going to have some eyes on you. But I think to actively, to actively, like, shake the bee's nest is, like, a different... And that's what he's doing. And so it's going to be, you know, interesting to see how that ends up. But anyway, even about, you know, Diddy and shit and using Cosby as an example. Um, yeah. I, first of all, Sirac is not... Look, I could believe that they did this if, like... If he was trying to buy Lockheed Martin... <laughs> if Diddy was like trying to buy like a weapons manufacturing company, was like, yeah, I'm gonna arm Palestine to the fucking gills. Maybe Sirach has some type yeah. of <laughs> True. secret shit and going on. You're absolutely right because apparently there's like a web of shit where you can find that like Disney, yeah, like, yeah, right, like Disney exactly. like might own Pornhub. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, exactly. But so like, you never like, know, man. Yeah, yeah, but like, like but hey, you're right. Maybe Sirach, <laughs> like Ciroc. maybe Sirach owns a freaking <laughs> government, man. Who knows? They own a Country. Crazier things have happened, but yeah, like Sarah, I don't think I don't th th this. Uh, so uh, Diddy's beef with Sarah, uh, and I hate from an intelligence perspective, um, bringing down someone like Diddy's uh, stature. I don't think you would waste that intelligence over like the fucking like rights of like a liquor deal like that. That's some shit. Like if like Diddy was like gonna like come out and say like, all right, here's what actually happened with Tupac and Big. I think that's when you would drop that shit. But but do you think maybe someone inside of Diddy's camp, due to what's going on in with the whole situation with Sarag, and this is all conspiracy theories, right? Um, do you think just for them to try and win their case, so this shit can just be thrown out or whatever, right? So they can be in favor. Do you think they've done their research so well that they found some information where it's that damning, where the trickle down effect, where companies are leaving him? That affects his his case. That could be a situation. Maybe he's not trying to. It could have been something where it's yeah. where it's like I guess harmless to say where it just blew up. It became bigger than what it is. Okay, I see what you're saying. From I guess from like what I feel like I know about Diddy, right? Like we're all reading the same <laughs> blogs. Um, like he seems like the type of guy that forces you to need him. So I don't I like I had a like, friend like that once. Yeah, I think yeah. we've all unfortunately have been there with somebody and because uh, like for example Drake gives the vibe uh, like because like we uh, a lot of people in his camp um, uh, always come out and say that like uh, that their own businesses that they're making wealth out of like yeah. that Drake like helped start and fund and shit and like. That like he's made his people wealthy on their own. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, like, like you always hear that, you know, coming from uh, him and and other people as well. But Diddy just you've you've heard the the you've heard 
a lot of people who say that by being close to him that they've lost everything. Yeah. So it, he just doesn't seem like somebody who, if you're in, 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 so the reason why I've said I don't think the call came from inside the house is because I think everyone in Diddy's camp by design is probably attached to him. And he's like the, mm. if the brain dies and every other organ fucking dies type of, I feel like he would run his house that way and that like there's no way I can go down and like the my camp doesn't like isn't like literally like like the support he just doesn't seem like someone who would let someone close to him have their own little island of power and yeah. wealth. I don't get that vibe. Yeah, um, I just yeah. It's the industry's a lot, man. It's a lot of stuff that goes on. Um it, you know and it, it, to to conclude, answer I really think this is a uh, cause I, I don't, I don't, I hesitated to say this because I just saw this in a tweet. Yeah. No idea if it's true, but I think someone was saying that, uh, there was like a time, uh, uh, time limit on, on Cassie's NDA and that's why she oh, was yeah, able seen that. to, right. And, and to me, because I've common sense goes like, well, uh, you know, why, why the fuck would that have not been like renewed and like quietly done if she you know wanted more money or something it was just quietly done and like again it's just a tweet that i saw so have no idea if that's true but uh, let's just say that that's not true i genuinely think that if you are someone who has a reputation for fucking over a bunch of people and someone finally throws something at you you know and, that and, and cracks your, that glass house. And, yeah and like you're you know full of armor and someone finally takes a shot at you the problem is that you just don't have any more friends in the industry like if you've if you fucked over most people or or just other people are just like afraid of you so they won't go against you yeah then you're you just have a, bu- a bunch of people who at best are too afraid to go against you but they do not respect you or love you enough to defend you. Yeah. So you're just going to have a bunch of... The only thing that people are going to see on the public are a bunch of people coming at you and no one defending you uh, because no one actually fucking likes you. They, they're, they're either afraid of you or like literally you fuck them over. That seems to be, again, just from what I've seen, like we've all seen just from internet shit, that just seems... He seems to be the guy that has like maybe two or three actual friends and then everyone else is like you either are completely out of his way or you've been like paved over yeah i just feel like the, the whole diddy experience honestly um it just made me realize like yo people do a lot of stuff for the status quo and we we i guess it, it circles back to like the whole um travel thing right mm-hmm. when we're speaking about traveling right um, like how people are doing things on uh, Instagram just so they can, it seems as if they're having a good time when it's not truly like that behind the scenes. I think that's just what, I think that's a space we're in with society now where it's just like we're doing things just to have the status, not to really maybe enjoy what we're doing or actually do things that are for the right right reasons and i I've, I've been on this whole philosophy in terms of that where it's like i now nowadays i'm telling people like yo just because you're doing something you do not like 
doesn't mean you're doing it for the right reasons. Mm. Sometimes the right reasons might be the things that you don't like. Mm. It might come with bad. It might come with, I guess, bad energy, but I can promise you it's worth it. So when we talk about like the whole people building relationships off of the status quo, like it's... To me, I think it just needs to end. I think people need to get back. And that's not just in the music industry. Industry That's in life. I feel like we need to get back to craft, the craft of it. Like knowing your skill set. Like why the fuck are you going to, why the fuck are you going to hire somebody just because of their status and not because of their skills? Mm. You know, mm. that type of stuff. Um yeah, I was literally about to tell a story. Um, <laughs> a friend of mine just really she explained she she had a situation like that. Um, but yeah, I don't want to tell a business. No, no, I understand. I understand. <laughs> I can't tell a business. She's not gonna like that. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, but yeah, I mean, you know, um, and uh, you know, I know we're gonna uh, let you out of here in a sec, but um, yeah, I I mean, with the whole because uh, I didn't. I, honest, I wasn't planning on even talking about the Diddy thing this long, <laughs> but I think because I, 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 but I, that last question you asked about, like, you know, do I think like it, it was something timed? Um, I think, uh, uh, especially the the black community um, as a whole. Well, let, let me not. You know what? Because let me not uh, assume that uh, the black community that really that, yeah. <laughs> that's like. <laughs> Like, like I, I don't, I don't, I hate to uh, think that the black, the part of the black community that is chronically online represents the entire community. Yeah, they for certainly sure. fucking don't. For sure. So I, I will say at the very least that the 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 portion of the black community that is online um, needs to be able to recognize when a black person has actually been sabotaged and when like someone is just like a piece of shit that you know, at best, uh, uh, in terms of a conspiracy, someone behind the scenes simply just held on to that damning information and maybe timed it at an opportune moment. But it doesn't mean that like that person is like a, uh, is a, is like a good person and that like it was all fabricated. And I, I think, uh, uh, th there very may well be examples of like fabrications but I think like 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 the the Cosby Hill is a weird one. Oh, yeah, that was, that was that's a weird that was one because it doesn't like it's so. Because they do it, it for everybody though. They did it for Michael Jackson. They do it for everybody. Yeah, because the, the the at least this is where my head is. I, I know there's some people that are like for some reason time. Uh, there's some, I've I've like met people who like in their head time seems to just excuse things mm. in this weird way. Like there's some people that like uh, for some reason in their head it's like better if you raped 30 people in 93 instead of 23 and then their heads are like well, what would happen in 93 yeah. so uh you know it's not so so like so because to me wild, yeah man. that's fucking crazy wild. <laughs> because to me it's like yo i don't care if someone waited till cosby was gonna buy nbc yeah what matters is if he actually fucking ra it doesn't matter if he raped them in 1823 they're, they're, they're actual people yeah. who were hurt by this it shit. doesn't it doesn't if we if we could live forever and he did that shit 500 years ago if it's if it's true that's literally fucking all that matters is that someone oh. had the capacity to do something like that at any time uh in their life so they're, they're, but to, to come across people that are just like it happened 30, 40 years ago. Who cares? He was. They were just trying to knock him down because he's a black man buying NBC. That's just like, 
I'm uh, I'm becoming more and more impressed by people's uh, way of like goalposts. For me, it's like it's almost impressive how it's super impressive because uh, like narratives that I want that I really want to believe, my brain doesn't allow me to go too far in like lying to myself. Yeah, like there's like a certain thing where my brain's just like, oh yeah, like you gotta call yourself out on that. Like that's just. You might want this to be true, but like that goes against like something that you literally that like that goes against the logic that you had for a totally different uh, that with different people with a similar situation. And like you have to be able to call yourself out when you like realize that like in any if, if these were different people in the same situation, would you have the same opinion? And right. It's like, <sighs> right. And that's I think. For me, for me, myself is like. I think these past couple of years is that I've gotten to the space where it's like I, if I'm gonna call someone out on something, I have to keep that same energy for myself. But also in terms of just like you know the whole Cosby Diddy thing, right? Um, it, I mean, it works in every single community. I think we have to understand that no one is perfect. Yeah, there are people who are fucked up. You guys have to. We we have to accept that. Like we yeah. can't we can't move the goalposts for anybody. Yeah. Like you can't. But unfortunately, it's all perception. Yeah. Whoever we like, we're going to support whoever we like. Whoever we don't like, we're gonna try and get that person the fuck out of yeah. here. That's the problem with relying on uh celebrities to this is something uh, uniquely uh about the black community and to a large extent it's really not our fault, uh being that like Politically and other industries, uh, um, there's not really many other industries that we can say is like ours or that we were really allowed to partake in, historically mm. speaking. So I can understand if like things like movies and music is like th th it feels like this is uh, this is where black people yeah. shine, and so it means that like someone like Diddy going down, it means we're all going down yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's one of our. We're always trying to make about that, which is not good. And it's like, yeah, dude, we should stop making celebrities. We gotta stop doing like, that. So let, like, 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 but like, it's in sports, music, film. We gotta stop doing. Yeah, that. It, it's uh, it's because when you look back on it, it's kind of silly to like, yeah, like, like watch all the like Diddy music videos like on mute, and you realize it's like it's a guy wearing shiny clothes, just like jumping up. It's like he made a he made a lot of money doing it. People are human, bro. Like you gotta, people make people out to be like gods or some yeah. shit. Like, bro, yeah. people are human. Don't be disappointed. Yeah. Like, even with my parents too. It's like the stuff that I know now as as an adult compared to the stuff I know now as a kid. It's like, yo, my parents fuck up. They fucked up at certain aspects in life but at the same time bro they're human yeah don't expect nobody to be perfect and that's the problem everybody's looking to be perfect which is why we have all these outcries for certain things um but it's just like bro because y'all put people on a pedestal where they're supposed to be fucking robots yeah might as well bring ai in this shit and let yeah. them take over because <laughs> this is ridiculous yeah it's uh it's yeah so Crazy, man I think you and I both uh, agree on basically. I mean, basically everything. I mean, like, like especially the fact that um, uh, I don't agree that Drake is a better artist than Kendrick. <laughs> that's, that's another that's story hilarious. for another day. 
You're right. That's 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 for for your your third appearance. But yeah, no, man. I mean, yeah, we definitely agree. I mean, I, I would say hip hop is at a point now because there's a lot of like to you know. I'll conclude here for the podcast is that. Uh, in terms of the stats musically, yeah. hip hop I think is down like forty plus percent in in sales overall. Oh yeah, right. And um, I think if you removed Drake from that, it's like it's very bad. Which is why he's super necessary. Yeah, it's he's super crazy. necessary to the culture. No yeah. matter how I may feel about him, no matter how I may feel about certain artists, these people are still super necessary to the culture yeah. because he's him getting three. Uh, I think he had three songs uh, that were on the Billboard that went one, two, and three. Like that's necessary. Yeah, like yeah. we need that. Yeah, because uh, I mean, yeah, for for him, he he definitely is that access it's to hip hop that people otherwise maybe you know wouldn't you know. And then by listening to him, maybe they like other people within hip hop, and then like the whole genre grows. So it's definitely necessary. But yeah, uh, musically, hip hop. Um, I think I think there are certain uh, not only does like there need to be newer sounds, but I think certain subgenres within hip hop have just gotten objectively too big in this. Uh, yeah, I, saturated. I, would, I think yeah, that's, that's I would, definitely like the the sure saturated. the Chicago, Memphis, Atlanta vibe and sound for me. I'm good. I, and, I mean, I've been good for some time. In the yeah, in I'm the sense that, good. like, like, and I I I hate to say because I I I don't like saying what is like the right or wrong art to make. I do think objectively, at least within popular music, like we we have enough uh, drill artists. We have enough uh, of like the southern dudes that like it, it's kind of like its own kind of southern drill. That's kind of come out from Memphis in the last four or five years, um, and Atlanta's always been, you know, doing their 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 thing. But yeah. there's just a, there's a certain um, like the way that all this YSL shit is going down. That 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 can only happen in like the South. You know what I'm tired <laughs> of? I'm tired of just like I'm tired of the gun talk in music. Yeah. I'm tired of the gangster persona from and it's not just from people who actually live that life but it's just like from the people who see that on the screen and the youth use that because it's cool yeah i think for me the older i get um that's like that's the space i'm in now where it's like i'm trying to make sure that the music i make now dictates dictate what the next generation enjoys yeah and I think because there's so much going on back in D.C. in terms of the rise in gun violence, um, I, I don't, I, I hate, I don't always try to blame music, but also art is just a reflection of life at the same time. And these people, we as musicians or artists, whatever, right, we're, we're painters, we're, we just paint the story, right? But at the same time, we sometimes you do have a responsibility of how you can make sure to change the narrative yeah. of what is being told and i think it it's it's that's one of the reasons why the sales just drop because we're hearing the same thing whether it's gun talk or drug talk and all that and it needs yeah. it needs to kind of like I, you can get back to having fun but bro i feel like it's just gotten too 
not dangerous, but it's like that. You're bringing that bad energy yeah. in, bro. Yeah. Like, why the fuck would you want that? Yeah, you know? people. Yeah, people are tired of the shit. Not, and I, I think, I think uh, we're we're also moving. Just we're moving in uh, a direction in the world where, um, in a weird way, I feel like things have gotten a little bit more self-aware lately. Um, but things are getting more expensive. And I think that forces people economy, to think. Man. I actually, I think, I think when, when time, unfortunately when times are bad, it Fucking forces people to like start critically thinking. Yeah. I can feel it on the, especially in like the Gen Z side of the internet, like finally starting to like ask questions they've never really asked. Like, like, like what are we really doing here? And like, where is our tax? Dot? Like the Israel Palestine thing opened up like this portal to like a larger question of like what the fuck are we doing <laughs> in the last few months? Gen Z got it, but they got it. I think we asked well, Gen Z they asked too much questions online. I think people really honestly need to do the work. Um, I think we've hit the internet's social media has been out for so long. I feel like it's at a ceiling where now it's like we have to get back to being really outside and doing the work and not just complaining. Because I feel like we, even our generation too, uh, we complain a lot online and no one really does anything. Yeah, yeah. No one does anything. But um, yeah, it's a, it, we just, we need changes in certain directions and it's, it's, it's needed, it's necessary. Yeah. Dude, I, I got to have you on like more often just because like I, I've, there are very few people I've had on uh, or just in general that like I enjoy like music bro we Nigerian like, <laughs> we Nigerian we're from we're both from um the DMV area come yeah. on man yeah yeah man uh, it, it's it's it, the, yeah two out of two fucking always a pleasure man but uh yeah because there's so much shit that like I, I have on on my mind but for the sake of fucking time and shit yeah. we'll wrap it up but seriously man I, I when you reached uh uh out to like want to come back on and and just like you know chop it up i was so happy to see that um and uh yeah man that's fucking awesome yeah man i and i really i wanted to say this i know i said it off air but um i really wanted to tell you like yo i really always it, since the first time we linked up we had such a great conversation um but just watching i i love to be the guy who just likes to just watch mm. people create content and I think nowadays with content creators, right? I feel like they have this idea where they understand that they're being they're content creators, mm -hmm. but they're not content creators, especially in music or film, right? They are taken from people who are actually creating the content. Wow. I feel like what you do is what the definition of a content creator is. You're creating your own thing, mm -hmm. not actually taking music videos or taking bits and clips from somewhere on you and putting it on your page and you kind of like blow off of that. I think you create these conversations that is from your own space, which is admiring to see it. And it's like, I just wanted to give you your flowers in terms of just like, as a content creator, it's like, you are the true definition of what a content creator yeah. is. Wow. Dude, thank you. Sincerely, thank you. Cause, uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, um, the way that I, I, I do it, uh, I'm definitely aware that there's like more things that can be done from like a clout perspective to like make it pop off for the algorithm. Yeah. But I, I think uh, 
I think finding uh, the, the people who just want to listen to just like real conversation. And, and by real, I just mean people that are genuinely trying to get to the bottom of whatever the fuck it is that they're discussing. Yeah. Like if I can just continue finding more people like that, man, that that's, that's, you know, my, my only goal when posting stuff and, and to hear you say that is, is fucking is awesome. Yeah, so I don't you. know. I'm pretty sure people love what you do, but for me, like I'm going to let people know when they're doing something that's innovative and I feel like you're doing something, you have something that's amazing. And just from obviously from my last conversation, like, the space that you are in now, you can see how you've grown it now. And I know it's just going to keep growing. Dude, so, thank you, man. I appreciate you, honestly, for even having me on this again. Yeah, likewise. Hey, uh, it's not possible without, you know, you and, and other guests that come on. Because I, I do not think I could have done a 132 episodes of just me <laughs> talking. So, uh, But thank you, man. And uh, yeah, no, for everyone listening, we're out. Uh, something goes down early these days oh I, I don't mean, it's not even four o'clock yet uh, it's crazy and yeah like get this. rid of daylight saving seriously. it's only gonna cause accidents when april march or whenever time it comes yeah. again seriously it's fucking weird seeing the sun being like completely down by like five <laughs> or, or no like 4 30 but anyway peace guys thank you bye